Good morning. Speak, friend, and enter the Bag End Book Club. I'm Nora. I'm joined by Jackson. Hello. And M. And my axe. You brought an axe? Yeah, like Gimli. Someone was like, has anyone mentioned that uh, Rohirrim anime film? Uh, To which I'm pretty sure I did. But I do want to say we do know about it. It's coming out in like 2024. Apparently Miranda Otto is going to be in it as Eowyn. So that's weird. This is the first Um, I've heard of it. Yeah, we did come up. But yeah, because I remember this is announced. I hope it looks like Beowulf 2007. No, it'll look like uh, Standalone Complex 2045. What the fuck did you just say? I have no idea what you just said. Bad, it'll be a bad CG anime because it's the director of Standalone Complex, but it's also the like production company of um, Shinji Aramaki's company. So it'll be it'll continue to be the garbage three D looking anime that they make. What if instead it um, looked like Beowulf two thousand seven? Yeah, that would be better. I'm just telling you, it's not. It's going to be bad because I've I've seen those anime and they're bad. I bet it won't look like. I bet it'll look more like Lord of the Rings than that, but it'll probably be bad in its own way. It's fine. I'm not excited for it, but I'm not excited for any upcoming Tolkien things because why would I be? New content. No. In fact, I wish they never put out another piece of content about Middle-earth the rest of my life. <laughs> um, I feel that way about a lot of things. There's probably, I mean, I guess they're still, they're still doing fucking books from his unpublished bullshit. If Christopher handed it off to That last guy. one is not really, like, his stuff. It's a bunch of ass. They're pretty tapped out on things actual Tolkien wrote. Okay, so they might actually be out of content, and the machine just goes over to Jeff Bezos, which you can ignore. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just wanted to mention that we're aware of it. I have nothing else to say about it. This podcast will be over by the time it comes out. Well, we were a union to record it. Who can say? We could be dead by then. I That's mean, so after these, we'll still do like the movies and stuff, and those those will all be done. Well done by then. Are we that twenty twenty four? Wait, no, it's coming out this year. No, the anime movie comes out in 2024. Oh, I thought we were talking about Jeff Bezos still. No, Jeff Bezos comes out this year. That I genuinely don't care about one way or another. Jeff Bezos comes out this year. (laughs) The Rohirrim movie, I'm willing to maybe watch. I'm probably not going to watch the Amazon TV show. I mean, I will watch it, and anybody else who watches it will be on this podcast talking about it. But if I'm the only one who watches it, I guess we won't cover it on the podcast in any way. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> We're only getting it under the wire, and I'm not going to want to watch it till we finish rewatching all the movies anyway. So, like, I will only be watching it in the context of it's already finished and I know the reception, uh, which means I'm probably just not going to watch it. Well, maybe Autumn and I will watch it then. I'm just not making any plans. I-, I will join you for the Hobbit movies. I know that's where M taps out before the <laughs> Hobbit movies, but I will still watch the Hobbit movies. After that, though, you might be on your own. It's just this long, lonely road. You are Frodo and Sam climbing out the mountain, you and your wife. And then it's just, just this podcast just gets replaced with me streaming Ang Band every week. Y'all <laughs> yeah, check back in for that. <laughs> you circle back around to me caring again, so. <laughs> but before that, before any of those things happened, other things happened. Many, many people did very few things, but over a long period of time, and they had children sometimes. Sometimes you just uh, take an island across the ocean. That's true. And sometimes you have a bunch of sons who are all given, who are all known as one attribute. What if, what if sometimes you have one son though? Oh, what if you, what if you 
lose your wife and then you transfer all of that energy of like love and care into your son instead but you still miss your wife yeah what if that son just had too much what too much going on he was too prodigal in fact he was also like the biggest dick badass he's definitely the biggest dick uh (laughs) the baddest part nah well he's the best at everything yeah He's, he's, we're talking about Fianor. Yeah, chapter five is of Eldamar and the princes of the Eldalier. Which is about people coming back, coming to, um, you know, getting pulled over to Valar. Slowly but surely, more and more people are coming to Valar. Except for the ones that don't. Some of those are guys that are sad. And some of those are guys that are just like, no, this is chill over here. Yeah. Like, all those people are still looking for Elway. Like, where's he? Uh, hanging out with his new wife. He's having mind sex with his wife for eons. Yeah. Yeah. They eventually find him, though. And they're like, damn. He's like Charlton Heston coming down with the Ten Commandments. <laughs> for elves. His, he's and they're like, we're not going. This guy's way cooler than anything could be across the ocean. And they're just going to uh, chill. Yeah, we'll check back on them in a couple thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's gonna be fine. Yeah. Pay no attention to that uh, hourglass that's almost uh, depleted, marked Melkor. It's fine. Melkor's uh, yeah. just chilling. Well, so in this chapter we have no Melkor. We just have the island gets pulled over and anchored outside of Valar on the sea. Um, some of the elves, they're like, some elves just go and sit at the feet of uh, Minway, and they don't do shit. They're like out of history, because all they're doing is sitting at the feet of not the guy who's God, but basically close enough as far as they're concerned. And that's it. Never hear from them again. Um, and then some guys are like, we're just going to like build. And we're going to learn everything and build a bunch of cool shit. And some guys are like, what if we just like, we're on the water. And he's like, well, I've got boats pulled by swans. And they gave them these cool swan boats. And they just, you know, tool up and down the coast looking for Triforce pieces. Those guys are pretty cool. Keratin is here. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, They were the first Mariners. Yeah. I think Mariner is one of those words that's just always cool. I agree. In part because that was one of the uh, Dragonlance exclusive classes in 3rd edition. Oh, really? Yeah, because minotaurs are all nautical in that setting. Oh. Huh. Okay, that's cool. Because Greece? Question mark? <laughs> sure, 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 sure. That makes sense. Uh, the last airbender island happens. Uh, I don't have the book in front of me. I left it in the other side of the apartment. Um, that's fair. I, really, there isn't that much. Like, they built a city named uh, Tuna, um, <laughs> and they're, they're on the island. There's a bunch... They, they made trees that are like the trees that light up, but they're not as cool, obviously. Um, but they are... The ancestors of the tree we know. Yeah, from Numenor, yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, talk about the elves that sat at the feet of uh, Minway. They fall out of history. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Finway has some kids. <laughs> uh, Finway, his wife, Muriel. Yes. 
has Fionor. And she puts all of her energy into him. Like, she's like, I could have had many kids, but I gave it all to this one kid. And she just, she literally lays down and her spirit departs and her body just stays there for all time. It's uh, sad. And her son's a real asshole. <laughs> this is one of the things where I was reading it and I was like, this should be awful. Because it's like, oh, in my myth, we have this woman who gives does childbirth so hard that she just stops existing. Um, and this is like the engine that powers the emotional stuff with Finway for this chapter. Uh, and I'm like, normally this is bad, but I, I just talking just fucking writes the shit out of it. <laughs> like the yeah. idea of Finway like waiting for this departed soul to return to his wife. It's just good. It's just good stuff. I know it's it is absolutely playing in like kind of ridiculous sexist arenas. The thing about this is that he could go to where his wife is. She's in the halls of the dead. Like that's a place that's like. It's like across the country, but it's like there. He doesn't. He comes and sits by her body every day. And I think that says something about who Finway is. Yes. Um, anyway, Fionor, uh is just the coolest guy. Um, and he has a bunch of sons and they're all cool guys, too. Yeah. And uh, he has uh, Fionor has two brothers. They're less cool. <laughs> Decidedly less cool. More normal. More normal. One of them is strong. Mm-hmm. One of them is fair. Yeah. I think. I feel like uh, Finway's second wife, Indus, just making normal <laughs> kids. I'm yeah. like cool and hot, I guess, but like, you know, I'm the Muriel. <laughs> Muriel's like if the F in MILF standard for forlorn. Um, the thing about Muriel is like nothing about what she's done is seen as like a good thing. Mm. Um, the book is very clear. Like, yeah, you probably shouldn't put like your entire heart and soul into a kid and then die. sounds like a bad idea. He's, he's constantly described as burning in the inside. Like he's got too much soul. Yes. This is how you get star killer um, folks. That's true. Um, Finway's, uh, half brother, uh, Finnerfin has a bunch of kids and one of them is Gladril. She's mentioned. Yeah, that's all. I think it's interesting, and I don't know if this matters, but I felt like all of the lists of children are always like, the sons were X, Y, Z, and their sisters X, as opposed to like, yeah. the sons were this and the daughters were this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that is worth mentioning or not. It was just like a thing that, in the way that these things were delivered that I noticed. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got? A bunch of jewels. Everyone's got jewels. There's so many jewels. They found out about jewels, and they're making them, and making them pretty, and then they're throwing them everywhere, because who cares? Just give them, pass them around. Yep. Uh, Fionor just kind of, and his, all his, all his shitty kids, Fionor and his seven kids just ride around learning stuff, and like, being good at everything. And the book, you cannot fill eight people just being exceptional with more ominous portent than this <laughs> one paragraph does. I have a question. Yeah. Are the dwarves still asleep? Do they have to wait till, yes. till men dwarves show up? Dwarves are still up? asleep. Yes. Well, that sucks. They're, they're, they weren't part of the original design. They gotta wait. Yeah, but they said you gotta wait till the firstborn get here. Like, they're here. But you gotta wait till all the children of Iluvatar have awoken. They're last. I would lodge a complaint with the guy who made him, I forget 
Is that Ale? Ale? Uh, He's just happy to not have them destroyed. Also, the dwarves can't complain. They're asleep. Well, they can they can complain after the fact. Well, uh, time only flows one way, so there it'll be too late to do anything. Uh, depends it. on where you are. Uh, in all of Middle Earth, time only flows one way. Oh, Lorien exists in the future, kind of. Yeah, that's not. It's not actually <laughs> like traveling back in time. It just recaptures some of the glory of days past. But that's good enough for some of them. Anyway, uh, bu- 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 what's the? Uh, let's see. They oh, they devise runes and language. So one guy comes right. up with writing. Yes, and then Fionor's like, "Well, hold on a second. <laughs> Let me take it from here." And then he like makes it better. Yep. Um. Anyway, we have uh, chapter six of Fionor and the Unchaining of Melkor. Because yeah, you're right. The hourglass is over. Melkor is done. Comes Don't out. Unchain geez. Melkor. Yeah, they, they bring Melkor out, and he sees that there's, like, fucking cities and people. There there were not people when he went to jail. <laughs> there were some people. There were, like, some guys like him, but there weren't all these new people. He'd never, like, he hadn't conceived of new people, now there's new people, and he hates them. Except for the guys that he was stealing and, like, spooking. I guess that's true, yeah. But that, maybe these are, these guys. maybe the primordial elves are somehow, like different from these guys maybe they look different but um yeah he's like i'll be i'll be good i promise as he's immediately starting to think of what he's going to do to fuck this shit up melkor shows up like yes incarceration worked like a charm i'm totally good now being locked away in an abyss for three ages did nothing but good things to old melkor yeah might as well call me mellowcore from now on because it's all chill. Yeah, well, they, they, they're like, okay, we're letting you out, obviously, but you got to stay in town. Um, in Valmar. And he's like, okay. But eventually even that gets loosened. Um, except for Tolkis hates, Tolkis clenches his hands whenever he saw Melkor go by. <laughs> and Olmo is not deceived. Uh, and both those are great. <laughs> Olmo is just like always right, it seems like. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, and then, so he's like, he's like, okay, the guys who are the, the, uh, where are they? The Vanyar, um, who are just hanging out at the feet of Minway, they have no time for Melkor. Like, oh, that guy was evil? Then fuck him. We don't care. Um, and Melkor looks at the guys on the island, like riding their boats, and is like, those guys suck. They, we can't do shit with them. They're useless. Beneath my notice. Um, but all these guys making gems and words and shit, this is something I can do, work with. Melkor failed to consider aircraft carriers. He, he can do a yeah. lot with boats. <laughs> uh, and so Melkor immediately is like, ah, oh, I, you know, they have all, the Noldor has all have all this knowledge and craft and I can, I love knowledge and craft. I can help these guys out. Um, you know, Fionor, I taught him how to make like whatever he's about to make next chapter. <laughs> <laughs> um, except for the part where Fionor fucking hates this guy, which I love. I love this about him. <laughs> Just to me like, no, this guy's a clinger on. Absolutely not. He, I haven't learned shit from Melkor. Yeah. Or should I say Morgoth? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they literally say, Fionor is driven by the fire of his own heart only, working ever swiftly and alone, and he asked the aid and sought the counsel of none that dwelt in Amon, great or small, save only and for a little while of Nerdanel, his w- the wise, his wife. 
year uh, two and years one and two of his marriage, great. Asking her for advice all the time. I was like, fuck that. Nobody. Only rely on himself. It's like I'm in fucking Three Kingdoms again. <laughs> Hustle, loyalty, and respect. That's uh, that's Fionor's whole thing. The set, like th- these chapters, really lean into like you can tell how good a guy is by like how much he's listening to his counsel. <laughs> yes, I made that's true. I made that's just true. The joke about Star Killer a second ago, but this does feel very Anakin. This like um, um, Fionor in this like description. Uh, Fionor's like actually good at things, and Anakin Skywalker is he, only good at things enough to fulfill what Obi Wan said about in Episode Four. Well, yeah, but if they if they wrote the first ones first, then who knows? I mean, yes, the, yes, theoretically, like so full of like energy uh, that and they're will. going to like destabilize the world. Mm-hmm. Then yes, that is kind of like Anakin. I've just been watching and playing lots of Star Wars stuff right now, so that's why I'm thinking about Star Wars so much. Journal updating coming uh, July 1st. That's true. I, I, I listened to that terrible uh, More Civilized Age bonus episode. It was The episode was good about that terrible Dooku Jedi Lost oh, yeah. thing. And that seemed fucking miserable. It reminded me exactly why I can't handle Star Wars anymore. What a weird thing. We had, I actually come up in that, asking Austin. <laughs> what, it's like, I was on Great Gundam Project, and Em was like, how do you even like Star Wars anymore? And Austin's like, I just have it. It's like a thing I can go to, I can still enjoy on its own terms. I'm like, oh, this is me and Star Trek. Like, still like Star Trek, mm-hmm. even acknowledging all the things that are terrible about Star Trek. Yeah. Sometimes you've got something and it just sticks with you. Yeah. It's true. It's an old code, but it checks out. Hmm. <laughs> you prefer another I, target, I, I a military target? <laughs> I, I understand that, like, it's an old code, but it is a Star Wars quote. Shut up. Far too remote to make an effective demonstration. <laughs> so, that's you. That's, that's M's big quote. But that's, uh, that's, that, I feel like that one's common. It's an old code, but it checks out. I think only Nora. Literally, no, only no, Nora. No, I immediately know it was. No, I don't, that's okay. not just Nora. That, no, no, no. I, you're I just, it was, you're, but, like, you're just too young. Does it regularly? The, the is, thing, that one, is that a common one? The thing is, I don't think it's, I don't think it's common, but I, I immediately, like, clocked as a Star Wars. It quote. used to be common because it would be used in the format. Uh, and now this is like kind of picked up of like it's an old meme sir but it checks out and like mm. that kind of image macro is like passed that's around even more corny yeah well yeah. it's the internet that's some reddit shit yeah there you go <laughs> all memes are corny there's no thing as a non-corny this is, meme this is the, the essence of remix culture oh <laughs> <sighs> Here's their greatest well. defense. Now we're just talking. I feel like that quote is more known <laughs> than many of the quotes in the movie. Uh, By I don't a certain know that quote kind of What quote is that? That is a quote that Mark Hamill complained about on talk shows that he made Lucas cut because it's so stupid. It's a whole. Nora, would you like to do the whole thing? Uh, from memory. No, not from memory. I, I guess Autumn's actually better at this than you. Autumn finds this one funnier. Yeah, uh, I have no idea what's, what this so, is. So there was uh, a line, and in, in the Falcon, as they, I think after, as I got they, it. I got uh, it. Um, I think it's after they leave the Death Star, but but in the, episode four. Yes, in episode four, okay. and Lucas made him like 
do this line that was really long, and he ended up getting seared in his brain, but nobody liked it. Mark Hamill hated saying it. He said it was awful, and that the cadence was bad, and he begged George to just take it out of the movie, and eventually he did. I've got the line. All right. Uh, uh, Harrison says, uh, look, kid, I've done my part of the bargain. When I get to an asteroid, you, the old man of the droids, get dropped off. And my line was, but we can't turn back. Fear is their greatest defense. I doubt the actual security there is any, any greater than it was in the Quelio Solis. And what there is, I've heard this before. You, you, you've like uh, pinged open my brain and I'm like, God, I've heard Mark Hamill say this line before. Yes. Um, He's done it on is, multiple it is a, talk shows. The, the thing is, it is a clunky line, but there are 17 other lines in Star Wars that are just as bad. Yes. No, this is just the one that he won the battle on. Yeah, fair enough. Going to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> <laughs> not Star Wars you is can, a, not, not a well-written movie. <laughs> you can speed up time. Or it's t- just turn, like shooting womp rats at home. Turn back time, speed up the harvest, or find me a way out of this rock. Yeah, fucking littered with them. It's fine. Um, we're done. Remember, yeah, in, we, once we start doing bullshit, we're done. And remember we when the Mandalorian takes the Naboo starfighter down Beggar's Canyon and he sees a womp rat? No. <laughs> I didn't watch that. Well, it wasn't in the Mandalorian, even though it was about the Mandalorian. Um. Okay. Next week, we'll be reading uh, chapters, what, five? No, seven and eight. Seven and eight. Uh, so as for what that. those are... Of the Silmarils and the unrest of the Noldor, finally, um, Silmarils show up. And then uh, <laughs> these uh, of the darkening rest- of Valinor. <laughs> these, these Noldor have been resting too long, I say. Yeah. Who can be happy for very long in a book? Things don't happen when people are happy. That's not true. Yeah, it is. People can be happy in books. Not not when not for long. Not while think. Eventually, you just like time passed, and then the next bad thing happened. And when someone's happy in a book, it's it's you're just gonna get a par- paragraph that's like. And they spoke of many things. <laughs> That's what it is to be happy in Lord of the Ring, is when you're doing many things. <laughs> and Gandalf and uh, Tom Bombadil spoke of many things. Exactly. That's, that's what, genuinely, that's what Gandalf happy wasn't even happy, so. <laughs> was there any point where Gandalf was happy? I don't know. Can I'm... Gandalf experience happiness? Greatest threat in the history of the forums. Yes, he, 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 can, he has the potential for it. Is Gandalf He's just a guy. He's just uh, a guy, right? Like, he's not... He doesn't have a different emotional possibility he's, space. He's not a robot. Well, one would argue that every race of Middle-earth has a different emotional possibility space, in fact. Well, sure. But, like, every Star Trek character has a different emotional... Po- you know, like, I understand yes. the way that races are used as, like, metaphors in fiction that can get problematic for how, you know, they just split up what people can do into subscript factions. Yeah. Uh, but Gandalf can still be happy. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. He he loves putting out the fireworks for all the hobbits. That's true. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at em underscore being. You can find all of our podcasts at neuralmapping.com. That's Jackson. so true. Uh, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash abnormalmapping. Listen to The Great Gundam Project. It's $1 a month. We're watching SD Gundam Force, which is a fun show, and also Digimon Tamers, which you may have heard of. If you like Digimon Tamers, we're covering that on our show. You should listen. That's right. People find you on Twitter. Head falls off at twitter.com. 
Oh no, you know you don't have to follow me on Twitter. It's that's fine. Everyone knows who you are. You're you go from Nietzsche Joe. That's you're me. famous. I'm not famous. You're more famous than everyone in all of our networks stacked end on end. So occasionally, when I get like a tweet like really blow up, I look at the like I look at the analytics and it says like five million impressions, and I just think. This is nothing. This is nothing. This it is, is nothing. This is, it is all fake. <laughs> this is the fakest thing. Because it's like that number's fucking massive. Surely, yeah. if I have technically the ability to reach millions of people, that should mean something for my life. No, no. It means nothing. Can't pay no. my rent with that. Doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> fucking waste of my time. And yet you still tweet. So and yet thanks. I still tweet. So I am the fool. <laughs> South Dakota Gundam Force. <laughs> That's it. You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. Find stuff is done at norablake.online. You can follow Autumn, who's asleep right now uh, because it's very hot, at autumnal underscore coffee. You can support our podcast and this show and get this show early by going to Ab- Abnormal Map? That's not the right. That's the other one. Um, what's what's ours? ExportOdd.io or Patreon.com slash ExportAudio. Uh, you'll get some podcasts early, like... Uh, ornate stairwells and this one and others that i don't have the list of because they're mostly autos podcasts for five dollars on our patreon you can get pop town funk the uh podcast where we roll random funko pops and then do stuff based on that we watch stuff or read stuff we don't just like you know roll a thing and then like oh we're gonna take a road trip or something we consume media because that's what life is about is consuming media within the funko uh designated uh, sort of media library we are not we are not given the freedom or uh monetary material conditions to do anything other than consume as it is to live in america and, or the uk or basically anywhere on earth in 2021 22 it's 2022 i love to consume funko prop branded media I'd love to be like fucking in a forest under a waterfall or something, but I got to work. And when I come home, I'm tired. So all I can do is watch a movie. You know who was fucking in a forest under a waterfall? <laughs> who was fucking in a Naked forest snake? under the waterfall? Oh, okay. Naked snake. I, did, I didn't mean fucking in like the verb. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, but when Jackson said it, that's how it sounded. <laughs> yeah, I know. That is how it sounded when Jackson Well, he was said fucking it. in a forest under a waterfall. I mean, I guess they didn't actually fuck until he was in a cabin. I yeah, he was on a bear rug, which I, I would not do. <laughs> I watched up. those shadows, and that was not fucking. Um, but uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, the last one we did was we watched an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation, and the next one of the best TV shows ever made. And after that, uh, the next episode we are going to record it should be out next week is on the TV pilot movie for the I want to say nineteen seventy. Eight Wonder Woman I don't TV the show. Year. Yeah, Linda Carter one. Yeah, Wonder Woman TV. I think it's seventy-eight. I think uh, seventy-five. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. It's pre-Star Wars. That's how I reckon with time. Um. So look forward to that. Yeah. Who knows what we'll do next? Maybe we'll watch the Hunger Games or play Overwatch again. <laughs> yeah. Um, I almost said something about Overwatch and was like, we can actually end this podcast. M can lie down now. Yeah, I know. All right. Goodbye. Read for Ruin and the Red Dawn.